Hey everyone, it's Chris Campbell and Michael Gum with a Resolutions Rundown. This is an abbreviated podcast where we give you the rundown on great mental health. Uh, Michael, today's Resolution Rundown is all about self-awareness. Self-awareness. Okay. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my kids recently asked me what I thought was the most underrated personality trait, and I quickly gave them my answer self-awareness without a doubt. Yeah, not a bad answer. I, I came across an interesting quote uh, from Ben Franklin. Okay. Benjamin Franklin, believe it or not, one of our founding fathers uh, on, the, uh, on the subject of self-awareness. He says, there are three things extremely hard, steel, a diamond, and to know one's self. Hmm. Pretty insightful, you know, and, and I have to think that in Franklin's day, uh, displaying a crushing lack of self-awareness in public was probably a little more forgivable. Um, you know, all people had to go on back then were 18th century mirrors. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh-huh. Maybe maybe the cutting testimony in print of their fellow patriots. Uh, but here in the 21st century, Michael, I mean, we have access to so many more resources. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that provide external data about ourselves. You uh-huh. know, there are performance uh, assessments at work. There are health checks, school reports, uh, self-Googling for the brave, you know, Yelp scores or even eHarmony scores for <laughs> okay. the really brave. Uh, there's no longer, uh, you know, the, the type of excuses that maybe that once were there for a lack of, uh, of self-awareness. Yeah. And I mean, everybody, it's it's all out there on social media. Like we, we live our, our entire lives through technology and, it, you know, we, <laughs> we kind of self-incriminate to some degree. No so self-awareness. Doubt. Is very important, no doubt. With social media, it's like, what would it be like instead of a like or a heart button if they installed like the eye roll <laughs> button for for some of the posts, right? Yeah, I I, I'm, I, I shudder to think how many yeah. that I would get from time to time. Is this you or is this who you want to be? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's and, that's true. <laughs> a lot of people do try to put their best foot forward. I mean, Instagram, no know. doubt, no doubt. And and I'm as guilty as anyone. Um. Uh, years ago, back when uh, personality assessments were becoming uh, readily more available to the general public, I, th- I think the first one I did was in a, just a, a little marriage study uh, that my wife and I uh, participated in. And then uh, you, we also did one uh, when we were putting together a, a leadership course. And so we would work on the assessments individually, and then she and I would come back together and sort of compare answers for feedback. And I remember one of the first ones one of the first ones we did, mm-hmm. I took it very serious and went through and was excited to come back and share share my results. And uh, and my wife, <laughs> as only wives can, uh-huh. yeah, stopped me mid report and says, "Oh no 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 no, <laughs> you did that wrong. You totally did that wrong." And I'm like, "What do you? There's not a right or wrong. And this is my personality uh-huh. that I'm talking about here. It's not a right or I'm not getting graded on this. What are you talking about?" <laughs> And it was one of those, you know, aha moments where she says, uh, you filled that out based on the person you want to be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not on not on actually what is. And of course, I argued. But, you know, the more I thought about it, <laughs> she was right. Yep, they always <laughs> are. Um, uh, according to Sarah Kennedy, and uh, Sarah is a uh, an executive coach and author of the book, You According to Them. Catchy title. Yeah. Uh, She says people are just as blind now to their own failings as they've ever been. Uh, She says much of the time we have a false sense, not just of how we come across, but of our own abilities even. Uh, Furthermore, people often 
have a paralyzing aversion to hearing negative truths about their personality. <laughs> uh, she says people say they like and they want feedback, but when it comes to getting it, they really don't pursue it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Guilty as charged. Uh, uh, studies bear this out. Uh, not too long ago, researchers at Yale University found that nearly 80% of people believe themselves to be among the top 50% on standard tests uh, for emotional intelligence. Hmm. Uh, that's an example of the phenomenon known to psychologists as the superiority illusion, or maybe for some of our older podcast listeners, it's also called the Lake Wobegon effect. Uh, there with a nod to Garrison Keeler. Uh, but all of this is to say that there seems to be an unshakable suspicion, <laughs> Michael, held by most of us for any particularly positive quality or ability. We rate ourselves above average. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody wants to think that they're less than average in anything. The average, uh, you know, that I would say the answer is, uh, that according to this Harvard study, is that most of us will give ourselves at least a seven for everything. <laughs> okay. So the tragic lack of, of self-awareness, uh, you know, that's the nature of the problem uh, that makes us utterly oblivious. And uh, that's also testimony to the fact that there is a problem. And uh, back to Canada, uh, she says that it's the person who has convinced themselves they're okay as they are, the person who doesn't seek to be self-aware and isn't open to any feedback whatsoever. Uh, that's who needs it the most. Yeah, that's true. So today, as we uh, as we take a moment or two here to focus in on self-awareness, let, let me start with this. Uh, Michael, in your own words, uh, what's a good definition you think for, for self-awareness? Well, I think it's just knowing how other people will perceive you in a given moment, being able to look outside of yourself and your own perspective to the best of your ability. That's that's really good. Yeah, I would say uh, it's a capacity to be as objectively honest as you can with self. Uh, if we throw the faith factor into that, it's not just honest to self, but it's honest to God. Yeah. You know, and also honest uh, with others. You know, those are the qualifiers of what I would say is a cognitively healthy and emotionally resilient person. So uh, in this installment, we want to give you, our listeners, some ways to grow in your self-awareness over the next week and beyond. So without further delay, here is the resolutions rundown on becoming more self-aware. Number one, pay closer attention to others. Uh, Rob Pasek is an organizational psychologist based at the University of Michigan. He's the author of Self-Aware, A Guide to Success in Work and Life. And he says a good place to start is by paying more attention to others around us. Uh, the irony of this is that it's hard to become self-aware just by yourself, he says, being Self-aware comes from talking to other people, getting feedback about how they perceive you and what their lives are like. It's asking questions about others, about comparing yourself to others in a healthy way in which that is the way we learn. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Diversity of perspective. No doubt. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I would add to that just from a, from a, a personal, a personal, uh, observation is, uh, it's been really helpful for me to pay attention to people that I, that I don't like so much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's, here's why, uh, because I've realized that some of those folks who tend to just, you know, rub me the wrong way, um, I think subconsciously, I'm picking up on traits that they're showing that are that I work very hard to hide within me. Mm, okay. Right? Yeah. And and so if I'm 
it's it's sort of weird how that works. But me paying more attention to what bothers me about others has actually been a, a window into my own inner self. And uh, and it helps me understand that maybe there's some some negative things about me that I'm not really comfortable with that is producing very strong negative emotions when I see it acted out in another person. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I ask myself, what is it about this person that I don't like? <laughs> and I follow it up with, is it possible that I'm seeing something outwardly in them that I suspect is true inwardly about myself? Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's a good lead in. I'm looking at the list here. I think that's a good lead in to number two. Which is? Check your emotions. Yeah, check your emotions, right? One sign of obnoxious obliviousness, Pasek says, is struggling to differentiate between closely associated emotions, such as anger, frustration, love, or infatuation. Uh, he says, when I talk to people who are lacking self-awareness, they say they have two feelings, good and bad. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no nuance. It's, it's black and white. They're not, they're not working on a spectrum. And, uh, and he says you'll become increasingly more self-aware as you expand your emotional vocabulary hmm. and develop the skill to identify a broader range of emotions within. Yeah. Uh, I find that's especially true with working with dudes, uh, in the counseling yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, we have a tool that we use that I love to give guys, especially in young people. And, uh, and it's called the emotional wheel. And, uh, basically it's, uh, it's three concentric circles that at the center circle, uh, has just basically uh, a real simple pie, uh, cuts in the pie of the circle, so to speak, of just the most simple emotions, mm -hmm. anger, sadness, happiness. And as you work yourself from the inside out, you get more and more uh, vocabulary choices to describe more clearly what it is that you're that you're feeling. Yeah. And it's a tremendous, tremendously uh, helpful tool. We're going to make that available today in our show notes. But yes, number two, check your emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, number three, pay attention to social cues. I'd like to repeat that. Pay attention to social cues yeah. <laughs> that happen all the time when you're engaging with others. Um, watch how people are responding mm -hmm. to what it is that you're saying and doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have to have the last word in mm -hmm. every conversation? Do you feel the need to tell a better story or top the experience of others? Do you consistently interject humor? into every situation? Uh, do you think that your wit is a necessary enhancement to any conversation? <laughs> I, I'm probably self-indicting uh -huh. with that, you know, but those are just some examples of, you know, pay attention. Are people inviting you further into a conversation or they want to, do they want to move away from your input? Did they yeah, change okay. the subject? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, uh, how at ease do people seem to be around you? Yeah. Pay attention to social cues. Uh, number four, take the time to explore the real you. You know, we've talked a bit about uh, personality profiles and so forth already. But one of the things that I ask people to consider is go online and take a, a personality assessment that is career related. Mm. And and the idea of doing one that's career related sort of takes the the emotion out of it. Yeah. And those type of questions uh, really allow you to to look at based on what my natural inclinations are behavior wise in certain situations. What does that tell me about my personality? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to provide a link in our show notes today for the top five psychometric tests for your career success online. That's a great place to start. Uh, you know, another thing that I would encourage our listeners to do when it comes to self-awareness 
exploring the real you is you got to recruit safe, trusted truth tellers to give you feedback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Proverbs 27, six says the wounds of a friend are faithful. You know, and you, you check me on this, Michael. How many times have we had really good friends? Like, like I'm serious, like really good friends and we, we confide in them, you know, something, uh, that, uh, you know, has, um, you know, maybe hurt us or we've said something and their inclination is to have our back. Yeah. I mean, if you, fa- if you found a good friend, absolutely that's going to happen. Here's some other things. Uh, let go of social media and keep a real journal. Hmm. Uh, I think it's easy again on social media to present a person that we're hoping to be or that we want people to see. So it will get us a greater sense of acceptance, security, significance. Uh, but of course, if people listen to the resolutions podcast, uh, we're all the time talking about, uh, you know, the, the bedrock solid foundation for identity comes from a relationship with God and understanding by faith who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you let go of social media, and literally pick up a hard copy of a notebook, a journal, something to get your thoughts in, in writing, uh, that allows you to not only uh, assess what it is that's coming from within, but it also gives you something concrete to sort of track in an objective way. It's, it's amazing how, uh, you know, sort of a brained uh, mind dump on uh, old school paper and pen really helps. Uh, that leads you into places of practicing mindfulness, you know, pay attention to your attitude, your communication when you drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when your guard is down around your family, your self talk, uh, you know, pay attention, become more mindful. And in so doing, uh, in discovering, you know, the real you, exploring the real you, you're going to, you're going to number one, become a better listener, mm. which we've talked about. Yeah. I think that was our podcast number yeah, one. That was right? number one with Sean Smucker. He had so many awesome things to say about listening. I would encourage you to go look that one up if you've not heard it. No doubt. That was that was one of our favorites uh, that we've received the most positive feedback from. And then, uh, you know, just really, again, being honest to God, uh, the things that you're wondering about yourself that you're discovering, you know, the way to process those is in prayer. Uh, you know, if you have a, a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, uh, there is an unbelievable uh, sanctuary that's found in prayer uh, where you can get down to the nitty gritty of our attitudes and behaviors. And you're not going to find condemnation in that conversation. Instead, uh, God's going to work to give you an understanding to bring you into the best version of yourself. The you he created you to be. So uh, those are four really simple uh, points that uh, we are excited to share with you, our listeners today on, you know, increasing your self-awareness. Here's here's what I will say. If you will if you will take these four points and expound, personalize them, run with them, uh, you're going to find more and more that you're going to be comfortable in your own skin uh, because you're going to have an understanding of how you fit uh, in interpersonal relationships with other people and also intrapersonally with yourself. You're going to, you're going to have a greater understanding of your personality and you're going to have a greater understanding of your skill set. Uh, you're going to have a greater understanding of, of your spiritual gifting, that which God downloads in a person supernaturally. And you're also going to have a greater understanding of what are the things in life that you are passionate about. All right. So we're going to leave that with you today to take and to continue to process. And again, uh, this has been a resolutions rundown where we want to give you the rundown on great mental health. 
Until next time, I'm Chris Campbell. I'm Michael Gum. And hey, be sure to subscribe. Uh, keep up with what we're doing. And hey, we'll see you next time. <laughs>